being sent. The latest in a series of correspondence calling for an exercise of imagination. This one recently unearthed by archaeologists in what was thought to be the dead letter office near Capernaum. Another first century letter, this written in a flowery older hand on the back of wrapping paper marked Reuben's Kosher Small Goods. It reads, Dear boy, how are you, Matty? You will always be my little boy to your doting old gran. I hope this note finds you well, or at least finds you. The forwarding address you left last had the last letter I wrote come back returned to sender. If you don't get this one, please let me know and give me a better contact. Your Auntie Esther and I are getting on tolerably well. How nice of you to remember my arthritis. My sufferers group aren't meeting anymore. Not since the governor accused us of being a front for the Palestinian Liberation Party. He sent 20 Roman troops to the meeting. They made a real mess of our bingo afternoon. And we haven't been game to meet since. Mind you, the funds from our bingo were supporting a nice group of insurgents that included Sarah's grandsons from next door. Such a pity. Palestinian lives still matter. We've been having a few dark-skinned Africans here in the Roman garrison, families and all. Causes quite a stir when they go into the market. No one dares to be nasty with the soldiers around, but you can hear the gasps and the ooze around the stalls. Why do the Romans have to send these people here? A nice dark olive skin is fine. Oh, and those poor pale ones from up north somewhere, they go all red as soon as the sun comes out. Why didn't God make them all like us? There's so much to put up with. Generations of oppression. Greeks, then these Romans. I wish someone would send them away. Still, I suppose we'd look odd in their countries too. That Jesus lad you and your friends have hooked up with is really causing a stir. His mother Mary is a second cousin of your father's great uncle on his father's maternal side. And boy, let me tell you, there are some ripples in that family. Sons stirred up against fathers, daughters-in-law stirred up against mothers-in-law. I shouldn't tell stories against the neighbours, but they really don't know which way to turn. I hear Jesus is doing good for the poor and troubled. But he isn't one for making compromises, is he? He'll never get to be a leader with that sort of idealistic approach. Where does he think real power comes from, eh? Poor old Jeb. He's the fourth cousin I told you about. He likes Jesus. They went to apprentices' school together. He's even been to some of Jesus' outdoor meetings. And he can't stop talking about Jesus' teaching. The kingdom is here, he says. Love each other. Blessed are the humble the poor, and the peacemakers. 
which all sounds very well, but Jeb can only get work repairing soldiers' armour. I had a chat with Rabbi over tea the other day, just to ask about some of those teachings you were so impressed by. You know Nicodemus, he was a few grades ahead of you at synagogue school. Well, he has his head screwed on well, and I love his children's addresses. It might get a little technical here, Matty, but I do like what he said. See if you can follow this. The good rabbi says the teaching about being sent and welcoming God in welcoming God's messenger is a major theological statement. Sent ones, that's envoys, or in a sense, apostles, that of course means sent ones, they're of enormous importance across our world. It makes them a sort of email in person or fax that answers for the boss. We depend on travelling representatives who've been authorised to act for their senders, he explained, as if I don't know. They might carry letters, of course, but they have to be able to represent the interests of the ones they serve. Then I tried to tell him that your grandfather did that for the governor for 15 years before his knees gave out, but I couldn't get a word in. Can you imagine that? We rabbis think of this envoy model to explain the role of our prophets, he went on very quickly. They were God's messengers. And then he went on and on. I think he was just trying to impress an old woman with his learning. You know how they do that sometimes. He said it was interesting that the word for angels in both Greek and Hebrew came from this same background. They are sent ones, people who are to announce. And it's the same root in the word for gospel, euangelion. He got so carried away, I think he let slip something he hadn't meant to. Jesus is God's envoy then, he said. Jesus and his disciples, God's sent ones. Do you know, Matthew, I think my rabbi might be a sympathizer with your Jesus. Tell your friend, I'm sure he'd be interested. I can't do much to support you and your friends, but I have a sense in my old bones that even doing just the little we can do is really very important. It shows what ideas we believe in and what cause we side with. There are some days we don't have much more than a cup of water to give away. But I'm sure God sees what our support means. And now I think about it, this business of being a sent one, I think that makes you sort of an apostle. But the people who receive you, who welcome you, who are messengers, are doing something just as important. I did enjoy your last letter. Perhaps you could be a writer one day. Of course, you and your friends are very welcome. Bye for now. I must get back to my knitting. I'll have a new goat hair tunic ready for you next time you visit. Well, shalom, Matthew. Your old gran has at least a cool drink ready for you any time you come by. 
and I'm keen to know what you've learnt from Jesus. You are always welcome, Gran. Indeed, welcoming all, regardless of colour or creed, hospitality, generosity with anything we can share, these are key characteristics of our faith. We are invited to faith in one who leads where we have not been, who always surprises, who has more connections than we can imagine, who sends us out as he is sent. Jesus calls us to be people of welcome, doing what we can in faith. This Jesus leads us to healing and wholeness. He embodies the good news of God's kingdom and asks us to join in the same. Shalom. Amen.